Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. 60% of people are suffering from a chronic disease today. There are five main sources in our home that are contributing to those chronic diseases. And most people have no idea that they're using materials within their homes that are actually making them sick. What if you could clean your home safely? You could have easy to make recipes with items you already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. And welcome back to another episode of the Toxin Terminator. This episode is sponsored by Christian Mix 106, the widest variety of Christian music, bringing people to Jesus. Go to christianmusic106.com to listen to live streaming. I'm so excited to have Dr. Carly Hudson with us. Um, Dr. Carly and I met just a, a short time ago, and really our, our paths were destined to cross. We, we have such the same passion for helping people have better health and wellness. You know, we want to make those differences that happen every single day in our lives to really change the trajectory of how, um, how we're going to age, how, mm -hmm. how we're going to go through life and how that's going to look for us. Now, Dr. Carly was a massage therapist um, turned chiropractor. She has been helping people for many, many years um, with mind, body, and spirit. Um, she also is a podcast host of the Healing Ground Movement movement. And I'm so honored that you're here with us today. And I'm so excited because as we venture into the holidays, what's the number one thing you think people think about? Well, thank you for having me. And definitely, as we are right on the precipice of holidays, it's always that stress, right? I mean, <sighs> it's supposed to be that season of giving and brotherly love and sisterly love and, and all of this receiving. And yet we get caught up in the stress in the oh. what should I could I do? Oh, we, we, we're, you know, I think back of a time, I, I'll share this really quick story, because it's, it's really kind of humorous. <clears throat> there was, uh, my husband and I were just newly married, like maybe within the first, you know, few years of being married. And I wanted the perfect Christmas. You know, we just had my son, his children were married and, and they spent their Christmas holidays with the wives, families. So it was just my new husband and my son. And, and you know, I had the, the Christmas tree all decorated and I had the music playing in the background and I had Cornish hens cooking you know, this perfect dinner that's going to be served. And by golly, nobody wanted to cooperate with me. The boys were watching. They wanted to turn the music off and watch some ridiculous movie that I had no 
you know, I'm like, that's not even Christmassy. That doesn't even set the tone. And then, so they made me angry. And then, and then um, the Cornish hens, they never thawed. When I got them out, they were still frozen in the center. You know, it was like, and I just crumbled in tears, you know, just tears of, oh, I had this idea of exactly how this holiday was supposed to be. And, you know, so don't do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Right. Well, and I like that you bring up here with these stories with all of these holidays is that the stress is never what you think it's going to be. You know, the, that we have this perfect plan and everything is going to go the right way. And it can be just the oddest thing that sets us off that has nothing to do with the real value of why we're all coming together. I mean, the point was, you know, that you and your husband and your son were together enjoying this day, um, not which movie, not that it was White Christmas versus Terminator on the screen. I mean, who's, who gets to make up the traditions anyway, right? Yeah. So, well, so it, 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 it comes down to how, how we manage it, right? Yeah. Oh, cause there's definite, there's always going to be those stressors out there, right? You know, we've got the, the Christmas list that's a mile long and, and you know, we, a name keeps getting added, keeps getting added. And we've got all the different parties and the different family gatherings that we have to get to and accommodate everybody. And, you know, in my family, it's like, okay, who's eating what this year? You know, like, do I have gluten-free? Do we have, you know, all the different, you know, food styles as well. So golly jeepers, it's a lot. We pile on to ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And we can get really um, so caught up in, um, in bending over backwards to be in, um, in the line of service, which is really, I mean, it's, it's a noble pursuit and definitely not a bad place to be. But we take a minute and we forget to stop and take care of ourselves. And, you know, the part where this really starts to interest me is then how that comes into the body. Mm. And just like you were saying with, um, with your crumbling into tears is that the body kind of tells you what's going on. You can only push it out of your mind and keep it on the edge of your awareness for so long before you're going to crash into tears or crumble into exhaustion or who has experienced getting through a holiday season, trucking their way through Thanksgiving, maybe Hanukkah's thrown in there for you. We have Christmas, then we have New Year's and now we're off to Valentine's Day. And suddenly for some reason, you're just sick. And why do we get sick at the end of all of these holidays, but that our body just can't handle that kind of stress without release, without re reviving ourselves so nonstop for three months straight, not to mention all the sugar. <laughs> oh, golly, Jeeper. Yeah, that's a whole another topic. So talk to us about, because um, I believe, Dr. Carly, that there are so many women, and I, and I, I can't relate to the men, um, you know, I'm sure they have their same, you know, issues, but, you know, for us women, I don't really think that we understand how stressed we are. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that we, we really, and, and I'll kind of a little bit more generically here that it's it's that giver role right so whatever piece you hold for your family in that giver role because i'll say with, with my husband and i he's the cook so i don't have to stress about preparing a holiday meal he's doing that for me right but i will be the one stressing to make sure that everybody's gifts are, are purchased and wrapped and perfect and waiting for them and that we have the family gathering traditions and all like that's I'll 
I'll drive myself crazy with that, but he will cook an amazing turkey. Um, so whatever your giver role is in, we do this in the gets to um, ex experience, just gets to be and exist. And certainly now coming back to what is uh, stereotypically um, a, a more feminine trait, or at least has been societally trained to be for women, it's that's our job, right? And we shouldn't think anything of it because, you know, as, as women, as givers, as caretakers, we are meant to do this. So why should I be stressed about a thing that is my job? Yeah. Well, because it is, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you have a large family, mm -hmm. you know, so, so, okay. So we're talking about, you know, traditional roles and like, it's like somehow we got to fit into this little role model. And we're talking about the stress that we're feeling around these holidays. How does that manifest itself? How are we, how is our body saying, Hey, you're under stress? So we have all of these stressors and our body has a natural uh, response system that has kept us safe for generations upon generations. And at this point, you know, if you've been listening to healthcare podcasts at large, you probably heard the saber-toothed tiger analogy, right? That we have this stress response so that we know when we are being attacked mm -hmm. that we can either instinctually, we don't get to choose. This is a really important thing to point out. We don't get to choose. Our body and all of its innate nervous system wisdom chooses for us whether or not it is our best choice to fight, flight, or freeze. Yes. And so when we're under stress, our entire central nervous system will pause as we instinctually pick the right thing. And that's all well and good when it's a really big aggressor, like the saber-toothed tiger analogy, where now we have picked the thing, we're going to run, we're going to find our way to safety and complete the stress cycle, which we will get to. But here in our modern society, that's not a typical encounter for most of us. Right. Um, you know, it, a lot of us don't even have, um, you know, a physical encounter of any kind to get through the day. Instead, <laughs> what we have is, um, you know, the snide comment from your in-laws or the text message stream that goes haywire that we weren't going to talk about that political or religious content. And now here we go. It's already started. Or, you know, pick pick your category. The store is closed. I can't get that perfect toy for my child. Whatever. Those are our stressors. Right. And so we still have to instinctually pick because our body doesn't know that it's the lack of Teletubby or whatever. I should know. I, I know. But the lack of Elsa's on the shelf. It it just thinks there's a stressor. Right. So now going into fight or flight freezes often happens more in a really traumatic situation. So I don't suppose it would show up so much here, but maybe, you know, maybe around the dinner table, you just get that checkout sort of feeling. <laughs> but, you know, fight is going to come up with, you know, taking it out on the poor clerk who isn't responsible for Elsa being on the shelf. Yeah. Having that anger and aggression, being snappier um, at your family, yelling at your kids to clean up their stuff because company's coming over instead of asking them to. You know, the flight would be a little bit of forget it, then I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to handle this. Um, and the freeze would just be, you know, if you take your bottle of wine and go sit in the corner. 
<laughs> these are all really modern modern expressions of fight, fright, flight, or freeze, and they are so common and ubiquitous that I'm sure as I'm telling these stories, you're thinking of how you can think of how they're used as tropes in memes in across the internet, across movies, television shows. There are entire plots written around a stressed out family member. They're, oh my gosh. I mean, you're, you're sitting here describing these and I'm like, done that, done that, <laughs> done that. You know, yep. it's like, oh my gosh. You know, but the, the sad thing is, is as we giggle, because we can relate to that, right? Is yeah. what we don't understand is that our body is stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's in our body. And that's the important thing. There's so many important things. I'll just keep saying that. But that's one of the important things is that it's in our body. So while we think that that we can think our way out of it, we can cognitively do gymnastics around, I will just remove the stressor. And the stressor is the thing that is causing you anguish of some sort. And stress is what we are feeling in ourselves mental, emotional, and physical. So if I can just remove the stressor, you know, where we're not going to invite this person anymore, or I'm going to walk away from this conversation. Um, I found Elsa for $300 on Craigslist, whatever. We think we have um, completed it. We're done. We're done with the stress. But the fact of the matter is the feeling of stress in our body doesn't go away when we remove the stressor. Okay. It goes away when we complete the stress response. So our central nervous system is still all amped up. It is still anguishing over the fact that something has come to threaten your happiness, threaten your well-being. Mm-hmm. And until we show it that it's safe, um, you're still going to feel that way, which is a little bit of a, a good news, bad news situation. Right. Bad news is you can't just walk away from the stressor. Good news is you don't have to wait for the stressor to go away in order to feel better. Instead, we have to resource tools to do that ourselves. But it shows up in our bodies is kind of the important tag that I want to come back to because we're going to feel it in that anxious feeling in our head. Or, you know, if we have that gut brain connection, so then it can show up down there in your gut. I see you, Amy, going after your shoulders. Oh, the shoulder, we, when we want to wear these as earrings, I didn't accessorize enough. So now I got to put my shoulders up at my ears. Yes. I mean, it's all of these yeah, pieces. That, yeah. yeah, you're ready for a fight. Yeah. Is what you're, yeah. Yeah. You froze just a minute there. So I didn't yep. know. If, yep. yep. So, so we're ready for a fright with that, that physical element of it and we feel it. And by the end of the night, we're going to feel it in fatigue, in um, gut discomfort, which if you're already eating a rich food, you don't want to add that on top of it. And you're going to feel it in that sadness or that checking out of maybe you missed what was hopefully going to be a really lovely interaction with your family and friends. And however that shows up this year. So that's another fair thing to point out is that this year it's going to not look like any other year that we've experienced. People might not be comfortable getting on planes and traveling, um, coming in and eating inside of homes, being at hold another level of, of danger or risk for certain populations. So now we have stressors that don't look anything like they've looked before, yeah. which may be a good thing, might be easier to recognize them or not, who knows? <laughs> Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? 
Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. I, I, I just, I love how you're piecing this all together. So, so um, you're talking about the stress response. Boy, our internet is goofy here. Yeah. <laughs> just keep going through it. So we have the stress response. Should we take everybody through that cycle, that stress mm-hmm. response cycle, so we know what that looks like? Absolutely. Okay. So we, we get hit with that stressor. And we hold our breath, which is going to deprive us of oxygen for a moment. We do that short kind of gasp. And then we move into the fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on which it is, say we go into fight, we're ready. We're going to come at this poor clerk who doesn't have the toy on the shelf, what have you. That our body has now chosen to prioritize fighting which means that all of the blood is being pulled away from our gut. We don't need to digest. Our breathing gets more rapid and shallow so that we can get more oxygen faster to our, um, to our muscles. Mm-hmm. Because again, our body doesn't know that we aren't actually going to punch the store clerk. We just feel like we're going to, which is, right. you know, when you retell the story, we're so quick to say, oh, I feel like I could have just, yeah. <laughs> torn them a new one is like because that's what our body thinks that we were like yeah your body's going yeah I was ready to what what you weren't you weren't gonna throw the first punch I I had y'all prepped for that (laughs) not actually what we're going to do but our body doesn't know so we get into that cycle of ready for a fight pupils dilate our senses become sharper like it, it goes the gamut now should we have actually gotten into a fight we would have used that energy used that prep completed that and then walked away to a safe place, community, family, um, shaking it off, physical movement, crying, a lot of ways that we can complete the stress cycle. But instead, because we didn't actually fight, it wasn't actually a problem. This isn't really stressful. It's fine. We talk ourselves out of it. We see that the stressor is gone. So I should be fine. And anything else that's left over, I push way down to deal with never. What we need to do, the way that we can have um, happier, more engaged, loving holiday seasons is to give ourselves permission to turn towards the discomfort of that stress in our body to complete that cycle and not let it stay with us. Cause then we're just on this chronic repeat on our, with our nervous system. And the easiest, most accessible, best way to do that is to just move, just move your body. Anyway, dance party, long walk, 
punch a pillow. <laughs> Move your I, body. I love it because one of the one of the responses that I, we we're subconsciously choosing. We're not consciously choosing to fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. So if your subconscious is choosing to fight and we don't fight mm-hmm. and instead we move, you know, now we're, we're completing that, that cycle with that movement. Same thing. If we decide to freeze, go grab that mm-hmm. bottle of wine and sit in the corner, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and do that freeze mode instead of doing that. Maybe we grab the bottle of wine and do a jig. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, and that's the piece that it doesn't matter which one of those subconscious that your body chose. You might not even be able to identify, oh yeah, that was definitely a free, that doesn't matter. What matters is that you recognize that there was a stress response and you just move and say, you know, you're at the dinner table and you actually have people there or there's a Zoom camera pointed at your face. You don't even have to get up and walk, though taking a breath would be a great idea. You can clench up all of your muscles as tight as you can and then release them all out. You could do it under the table. so good. It doesn't, because you're just letting it go. Physiologically, it completes the cycle. It's as easy as that. And and truly, if, okay, that's that's a clip we're going to grab and show everybody. Just clench up really, really tight. I mean, that took, what, seconds, a matter of seconds to get yourself to that safe place. Now mm-hmm. let's let's continue our talk and finish up our talk on this on this stress because I want to talk about why this is so important. You know, why we know that stress accumulates in the body. We know that if we don't do this cycle, we don't complete and, and it just stays in this chronic mode, um, what's gonna happen to our body? The body will keep paying the price of being stuck in this chronic state. Because again, we have to come back to that point of your body physiologically doesn't appreciate the fact that at this point, because now it's what February and you haven't completed the stress cycle over Thanksgiving, that no one is sitting around your table anymore. You know, the cornucopia is long gone. Aunt Bertha's, you know, gone back to the wherever she's from with whatever opinions you didn't want to hear. That's over. Right. Your body is holding on to it because we've never completed that stress. And since then we've added the following holidays, New Year's, work remains stressful. The the boundaries between work and home life have gotten thinner and thinner and it continues on. So we've added more. So to your point of what happens to your body is it is now in chronic stress. Mm -hmm. And we aren't meant to live that way. We're Mm -hmm. meant to have quick bursts because it changes our hormones. It increases that cortisol, which always gets a bad rap when we talk about stress. Let's be clear here. We need cortisol. We need cortisol to kick our butt. It's what wakes us up in the morning, gets that energy going high. But if it's running high constantly because of made up demons in your head, it's going to start to have a negative impact on your sex hormones. So um, it will impact libido. Mm-hmm. And when your sex hormones go down, particularly for women, it's that estrogen, it's, it, you're going to start to get dryness and it's going to impact the, the quality of your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, increased cortisol is going to impact your digestion. Mm-hmm. So we, depending on what your um, prolivities are towards stress, you may start running too fast mm-hmm. or you might stop running at all. And so, of course, here we're talking about bathroom habits and how effective those are going to be for you. 
um, we have this increase in inflammation because that's what is caused with all of this. And at this point, we know that a lot of the human disease is really the culprit of inflammation in different systems. And it becomes a game of where is your weakest link? And that is where you're going to break down. Will it be IBS and digestion? Will it be chronic headaches and migraines? Will it be dry mouth, leaky gut, decreased libido, um, mood dysphoria, and snapping at your kids with anger, anxiety, or depression? You know, pick a card, (laughs) whichever one your body feels like it can tag first is going down. Yeah. And, and, um, and it's so important for us to recognize that this is chronic stress and, and chronic stress is so when we're talking about chronic stress, you know, we, we talked about the stress response cycle. Um, can we do that, that, and, and will that help eliminate the chronic stress too? Oh, absolutely. Now what you'll find is, and this is like, I feel like one of the the things that I have to most often convince my patients of is that it's the smallest thing you do in consistent increments that will have the biggest impact on you. So this isn't about the self-care of, you know, which it's hardly an option these days anyway, of you're going to go do a spa weekend and go detox out all the stress of 2020. Instead, what we need to do is a daily, hourly, every 10 minutes habit, depending on the year you had, of letting go of that stress when it arrives. So if you've been in chronic stress for a while now, a year, your whole life, somewhere in between, no, clenching up your fists and, and shrugging your shoulders and, and moving and dancing and running or whatever expression of movement you want is not going to really release a lifetime of stress. But what it will do is turn down the volume a little bit. And every time you do that, you are correcting the ratio. Right. And what you're looking for is incrementally better. Right. Incrementally better management of your stress, incrementally better management of your health. And some places might have been broken down so thoroughly that you're going to need a little bit of help, a little bit of rehab along the way. But that ratio of stress will continue to go down the more you practice completing that stress cycle instead of adding more to it at your leisure. Oh, I love that. And I, and I, you know, I think so many of us do think that being healthy is, mm-hmm. is such a daunting task and it's, it requires these major, you know, changes. And, and I just love listening to the, the, it's the, the small things done every day mm-hmm. that are going to impact and have that, you know, I, I think about, you know, throwing a stone in the pond and the ripple. You know, yeah. when we watch the water ripple out, you know, it was the act of throwing that that stone that starts it all. It's true. And I, I always say that healthcare, healthcare, not disease care, is the culmination of a thousand choices every day. You know, it's what do you do regularly that is going to ultimately make you healthy? And it's what we do in heroic efforts that um, interrupts disease. And that's not to say we don't need heroic efforts to interrupt disease. That's what the emergency medical system is here for. If you're having a heart attack, I cannot adjust your heart back into rhythm. That's not going to work. I I can't massage a broken arm back on. But if you're taking those daily steps of managing your stress 
I can't believe I never mentioned cardiac as one of the, the places of breakdown for stress. That's one of the most common ones we talk about. Oh, gosh. Um, but if we do daily interventions, daily thousands of choices about, I'm going to complete my stress cycle. I'm going to choose whole foods over um, chemically created crud. I'm going to exercise and move. I'm going to surround myself with relationships that are fulfilling and uplifting rather than creating more opportunities to have to complete the stress cycle. Right. You're right. <laughs> we, we stay out of that heroic need of disease state, except for true, you know, emergencies instead of end-stage lifestyle disease. While we are healthy, or at least start the process now and pursue health and keep it. Yes. And, and I, I always like to say, too, that, you know, it's never too late. It is never too late. We can reverse a lot of things in our body. Our body is designed to heal. Our body is designed to be healthy. So um, oh, absolutely. I, and I. I, I, I'm entirely biased about this for so many reasons. One, I've made a career out of it. But two, that is my my health history. That is my story. Never say never when it comes to healing. Um, I have never known, well, I had seven months, but I don't have a great memory of that, of living a life without disease or uh, without a physical handicap. Um, I had spinal meningitis when I was seven months old, bacterial meningitis, and I had to learn through PT. I lost my hearing. Mm -hmm. I had um, chronic ear infections and was on antibiotics regularly, which riddled my gut with problems. Mm -hmm. I had depression and dysbiosis and movement disorders. Like I got, I got a laundry list for you. Right. And what I have left is a mild hearing loss in my left ear. I've spent my whole life healing from all of those things. Emergency medicine saved my life. I, I got a horrendous viral infection, but it has been the little choices of healthcare and alternative medicines that have made it worth living. And it's little things like choosing good quality food, removing toxins from my life and completing the stress cycle instead of hand, you know, keeping it inside because I know my brain was already taxed. Get to that safe spot. All right. How can our listeners get a hold of you, um, Dr. Hudson? Well, you can find me online, uh, particularly with the Healing Ground Movement podcast. Okay. We have new episodes every Monday, um, featured a fantastic one, the Toxin Terminator herself. Um, and that is on Spotify Music, Apple iTunes, anywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, if you happen to be in Colorado, I have a pri private practice here in South Denver, and you can find healinggroundchiropracticcare.com to find me as a practitioner if you have any questions. I love it. I love it. Any parting thoughts of wisdom to send forth our audience out into the holiday world? It, it paused between any and audience. <laughs> so I didn't hear your actual question. <laughs> Oh, I said any any parting words of wisdom to 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 uh, spread upon our audience as they head out into the holidays. Um, you know, I, I would just really say whatever you want to think about stress and the time it takes to manage it, you're worth it. You and your sanity and your time with your family and your friends. You are worth the time it takes to take some deep breaths, scrunch up your shoulders or go for a run so that you can be really present and enjoy the holidays too. If you're the person in the giver mode, take care of you so that you can give a little back as well. 
I love that. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. You bet. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.